the Shifts to Success podcast, a show about business, entrepreneurship, and the people who've made remarkable shifts in their lives. Welcome to the Shifts to Success podcast. And this lesson, we're going to be talking all about a shortcut to success. All right. And first, I want to start off with a quote. In fact, it's a proverb. And this proverb says, to know the road ahead is to ask those coming back. All right. And this is going to tie into what I'm going to be sharing with you in this lesson. Now, when I was a a, a broke detention officer, all right, for Nottinghamshire Police, looking to start my own business back in 2014, um, I had a few problems with doing so. All right. Now, first of all, I was broke. I didn't have lots of money. Um, I was unexperienced. I had zero credibility. I had doubts and I had a massive fear of failure. Uh, you know, I had imposter syndrome going off left, right, and center. I questioned time and time again, you know, am I really cut out to be an entrepreneur? All right. And this got me curious, right? It got me got me thinking. It got me pondering. And I came to the conclusion that there are millions of successful people out there in the world who are living incredible lives. So how the F did they get results, right? I want a bit what I want some of what they've got, right? How did they build such remarkable lives? How have they got success? You know, if if other people can do it, surely I can do it, right? You know? Um so from 2011, so rewinding now, um, at the time, I was also starting to consume uh, books on business, finance, mindset, personal development. And as I was reading these books, which from 2011 and you know all the way until now, but obviously I was reading them in my police career as well, um, I also started to see a common theme that a lot of these successful people that I was reading about who had businesses, um, they had something and I clicked onto this, right? And essentially, um, it hit me that these successful people that I was reading about had mentors, right? They are a part of their team, their inner circle, their mastermind. Now, although it took a while to hit me when I did you know, think to myself, oh my God, it's mentors. I had a ha moment. I was like, ah, that's how. It made absolute sense at the time as well. All right. And I invested in a mentor and specialized knowledge following that a ha moment. And yes, it did cost me money. In fact, 18,000 pound plus VAT. True story. I might have mentioned on the podcast episodes before, but once I signed that money away, I threw up. I got sick. Literally, vomit came out of my mouth. I went grey. I was at an event. Went to the toilet. Vomited. Don't know what it was to this day. Excitement, nervousness. It was a lot of money. Uh, it was, in fact, all I had at the time. Um, but what I essentially bought that day, and I can remember it very vaguely, was a one-way ticket to freedom. And of course, it was through Hard Work Boulevard. Right? Hard Work but Fun Boulevard. And, you know, um, that was something, that was the payoff. Hard work for freedom, 100%. And of course, money. But money is something we'll always get back, whereas time, we can't. So anyway, I invested £18,000 plus of that into a mentor. And the reason I invested my own money into mentorship is because I once read a book. Um, and this is one of the books that came to light um, when it gave me that aha moment. It's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And he explained that poor people spend 
time to save money. All right? Poor people spend time to save money. Whereas rich people, rich-minded people, spend money to save time. Now, this really struck a chord with me because time is something that is not renewable. Whereas I know I can always get more money. I can always, money's all around us. That's not going to be an issue, right? And people think, especially those who are not financially successful, that they are not going to get more money and they hold on to it. And unfortunately, by doing that exact action, they end up living a life that isn't inspiring or rewarding, trapped in a job they don't really want to work in, paying the bills to try and escape on holidays to take the mind of the fact they're a slave to that very salary. Basically, or because they don't invest in themselves. Now, for me, I would much rather get to my goal quicker. At the time, it was financial independence. Rather than trying to scrimp and save my way there and figure things out on myself. Now, as Robert Kiyosaki says, this is a poor mentality. And if I want to achieve financial independence, well, I'm going to heed the advice of those who are financially successful, right? It makes sense. If I want to, you know, gain a result in a particular area, I'm probably more likely, you know, in fact, definitely going to take advice from the people who've got the thing that I want for myself, okay? Now, it turns out, if you've definitely been listening to the other episodes, I achieved financial independence in 18 months, all right, at the age of 26. And the return of that investment of 18,000 plus that has been priceless. I'm not just talking about money, you know, I've more than 10x my money. I'm talking about the freedom, the ability to do things I enjoy things I love, knowing that when I have kids, I will never miss a day in their life if I don't want to, knowing that if my friends or family are ill, I'll be there for them, knowing that I can have more rewarding experiences, I can do so, all right, and at the time of doing this podcast, I'm 20, uh, sorry, I'm 30 years old now, right, I'm in the grand scheme of things, young, although sometimes I don't feel like it, so that £18,000 plus VAT, oh yeah, it was scary, but would I do it again? Absolutely. Now, most people complain about not having enough money in the bank, right? And because of this, they live a limited life. But the reason they do this is because they do not spend their money on mentorship and or specialized knowledge to learn how to produce more money as an entrepreneur or business owner. And I want to repeat that. So many people live a limited life financially because they don't use their money to spend on mentorship and specialized knowledge that are going to give them the skill set, the know-how on how to produce more money as an entrepreneur or business owner for life, all right? Now, for me, I have mentors and coaches in all areas of my life, right? Having a mentor or coach is probably the wisest thing to invest in to accelerate your business results and change your life, all right? And, you know, I'm, you know, what? in fact, some, some, sometimes you can listen to this episode and think, Alex, yeah, but you're saying that because you own a business training company and you're a mentor and that kind of thing. Well, no, it's because I actually value, I invest in myself. To this day, I've spent 
off the top of my head, £70,000 in total since I started my first business in my own education. Different mentors, different advisors, different coaches, different educational platforms because I want to make sure I'm staying on top of my game, all right? So that's why I'm sharing this episode with you and you know, if you don't believe me, go and read the countless books out there who talk about mentorship as well, all right? That's what I did back in 2014, 15 when I was reading these books, all right? Now, a mentor or coach can help you create a life you never even imagined possible by seeing in you even more than you see in yourself, all right? Mentors also prevent you from making silly mistakes that they made because they've been through the shit, They provide valuable lessons and insights that allow you to avoid those shitty mistakes through experience, but also help nurture your mindset as your entrepreneurial journey unfolds. It's batshit crazy, in my opinion, that when people go into business, they think education from a mentor or coach isn't a worthwhile investment. They end up wondering why they're not growing as fast as they would like or keep running into the same old shitty problems continually or even worse, end up quitting everything they start. And also sometimes, you know, people say, oh no, I'm going to wait till I earn money from my business before I get a mentor. In the same freaking logic, that is like, I want to get fit before I see a personal trainer or I want to get better before I see a doctor. It's the, the logic isn't there, all right? Now, changing your behavior is hard, really hard. I've been there, right? And I've seen people do themselves, of course, but I've also seen a lot more people not do it themselves. They have the illusion that they can do it themselves. And before they know it, a few weeks or months of, or years have passed by and they're still in the exact same situation, procrastination, doing the wrong things on the hamster wheel, you know, basic things that they really would avoid if they invest in themselves. Now, don't underestimate the power of accountability, guidance, strategy, and incentives from mentors that reinforce new habits and an empowering mindset into your life, right? You learn how to read and write from a teacher or a parent, right? That's how you develop that skill set. You learn how to drive from a driving instructor. That's how you learn that skill set. You learn how to play sports from a coach like golf, right? I love golf. I've got a golfing coach. You learn how to become a police officer, nurse, doctor, fireman or woman, teacher, whatever, from training school, university, or even some form of mentorship to get your job. So please tell me, please, why should being successful in business as an entrepreneur be any different, right? Why? A single call, email, or question answered can save you hundreds of thousands. It can save you hundreds of hours and make you thousands right? Blind spots in business, in life can cost you thousands. And that's why having a mentor is so key. It's like the blind leading the blind when it comes to business advice. You know, some some people I speak to who are in business and and they're not gaining results who are outside of, you know, our community. I'm like, what, why did you do this? Why did you take, why did you do this action in your business? 
and they'll say something like, oh, I thought it was this, supposed to be this way, or, you know, um, I thought this is the way it should be. And I asked them, you know, where did you get this advice from? And they went, nowhere. And it just makes you think, like, where is the logic? Where are you getting your advice from? And that's why, again, Robert Kiyosaki says the poor, being poor is, you know, a poor mind, by the way, not just poor in finances, a poor mind and poor finances is genetically passed down because advice through the generations such as get a mortgage, get a pension, get a safe, secure job, go and get a university degree, go into debt to get a degree you're probably never going to use. All that shit is passed down through generations and then when you're born, you grow up believing that kind of shit. And people find themselves in financial trouble. They find themselves not living a free life. They find themselves living a limited life. All right? And, you know, my advice is to question everything. Question the advice I'm giving you on every single podcast episode. If you read my books, question the advice there. That's a good place to come from. All right? Because advice should come from a place of congruency. All right? Every podcast episode I've done, the business advice I give is coming from a place of congruency. That's why I do not teach people to become millionaires because I am not a millionaire yet. All right? So what I'm trying to say here is that when people give you advice in business, such as mum, dad, sister, sibling, um, it could be brother, it could be, you know, cousin, aunt, anyone, your friends, or even you giving yourself this the advice of business, ask yourself, is this advice coming from a place of congruency? Is the advice I'm receiving from a person where they're living the life I want to live? Dead simple. And if they're not, you probably may not want to take that advice. All right. Now, as I've mentioned, having mentors has helped me transform my life and my businesses, right? And you know what? They're mentors. So my mentors have mentors. See a common theme? When you invest in a mentor, you save time, money, and energy. Not to mention that when you feel like quitting, and by the way, I've been there and a lot of people have been there, you have someone kicking your ass, cheering you on, pushing you, inspiring you to keep going, all right? It's not just about the financial success point of view when it comes to a mentor. It's actually the mentality of having a mentor, knowing that you can go to someone if shit hits the fan, all right? Now, I wanna make it very clear as well, that um, that by investing in a mentor or a coach, you won't automatically become successful and you won't, you know, just become rich and financially successful, all right? That is not what I'm saying here. All the effort applied towards your goal is up to you, all right? So a mentor's job is not to do the work for you. Just like a doctor won't make you healthy or a nutritionist won't make you slim, a mentor won't make you rich and financially successful. Ultimately, you have to take that responsibility, meaning you have to put in the work from the mentorship that you receive. You are the only one to make your dreams become a reality. No one else, even if you have a mentor, all right? When I get mentored, it's not up to them, it's up to me. You can hire the best mentors in the world. You can have the best knowledge in the world. But if you don't take action, then it's pointless. Think of it this way, right? If you're driving a car and you don't know, 
your way to your destination, well, your mentor would be the person in the passenger seat giving you directions to get to your destination so you arrive quicker. But ultimately, you are driving the car. They are merely directing you, all right? And also, I will say this as well, because sometimes we're in a freaking snowflake generation, that a mentor's job is not to tell you what you want here. Yeah, you you know, your, your branding's nice, your logo's nice. Yeah, you're doing a good job. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe. No, you don't need to do that. That is not, you know, that is not a good mentor, in my opinion, all right? A mentor's job is to tell you what you need to hear. Now, of course, I'm not saying be aggressive or anything like that, but be direct, be assertive, right? That's what you want from a mentor. You don't want a mentor beating around the bush and giving you compliments if you're not doing the right thing in in business. The mentor's job is to get you results, all right? It's to tell you straight and direct, right? You invest and spend money in a mentor to get results. That's it. All right, not to stroke your ego, essentially. Okay, and also on the flip side, if you're doing a good job, a good mentor will tell you, "Crack on, that is amazing. Keep doing it. Well done. Lean in. Keep leaning in." But if you're not doing the right things, then a mentor is going to pull you on that. All right, and you know sometimes a mentor, a good mentor, will have some emotional intelligence, where you know if you are a bit on the sensitive side and you, and they know that because you've been working with them for a bit close, a uh, bit longer then they'll kind of take a different approach and maybe tell you in a different way and add an element of coaching in there, all right? But essentially, a mentor's job, you know, tell you direct. If you're doing something wrong, tell people. And you, if you want a mentor, please do heed that advice because the quicker you pivot, the quicker you're going to get results. Now, whenever you're thinking of investing in a mentor, it is very, very important you check them out, all right? Do your own due diligence. Just like a teacher gets certified before they teach a class, it's very important that you pick a mentor who is actually successful in business. Not a mentor, and this is, for whatever reason, in this economy, people build mentorship programs when that's their only business. So they're gaining success off their only business, all right? Make sure whatever mentor you invest in, they've already got a prior business before they go on teaching certain things, okay? People who've actually built teams, run marketing campaigns, hired and fired, you know, published content and know what it takes to reach financial independence and ultimately build businesses, all right? This does not mean your mate down the pub, your parents or friends asking them for business advice if they've not ever built a business, all right? That could be a massive mistake. So when it comes to investing in a mentor, Google their name, check on company's house. Do they have case studies and testimonials? Do they have success stories? Do they understand your needs and wants? Now, if so, then this is a very good indication that they could be a great mentor for you. Now, also, when you're investing in a mentor, just know that the knowledge you will gain will last a lifetime, right? This is not just like you know, a kind of pop where you crack it open, start drinking it or start using it and then it it depletes. That's not the case, all right? The money you invest in a good mentor will be recouped tenfold by that very knowledge, all right? If you think mentorship, by the way, is expensive when you go into business, try and getting the bill for the many things you'll encounter without mentorship because, you know, I can assure you, uh, that is much more expensive. All right. Now, um, going into business, as I mentioned, without a mentor, 
um, in my personal opinion, is never a good idea. But if you do, with the right mentor, it could be a great shortcut to help you propel in different areas of your business. All right? It really, really is. It's helped me, and I know it's helped our clients uh, at Shift Success, and um, I'll always continue to invest in mentorship, right? I'll always invest as I level up, as I gain uh, different levels of success in my life, then I'm going to need more mentors to get me there, all right? For me, you know, I have a business mentor, I have a sales mentor, I have an investments mentor. Um, I, As I mentioned, I have a golf mentor for sports, right? I have a um, book mentor, so how to write a book. And the reason for that, quite simply, going back to one of the first things I said, is because I value my time more than money. I know the return I will get will be far greater than the investment, all right? Now, as I mentioned as well about different levels of success, whatever level of success that you gain in life, never stop learning and never stop gaining the skills through mentorship and coaching. Successful people understand this and that is why, you know, they continue investing themselves, all right, because they want to stay on top, all right, they want to make sure they are, uh, you know, achieving more, they're beating the competition. Mark Zuckerberg's late mentor was Steve Jobs. Bill Gates's mentor was Warren Buffett. Richard Branson's mentor was Sir Freddie Laker, right, and even sporting legends, as you see a common theme now, I'm obviously obsessed with golf, uh, Tiger Woods has a coach. You know, his coach is Sean Foley, right, you can see a common theme, right, if they, if if those people I've just mentioned, the top of the game, Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, Richard Branson, Tiger Woods, those people at the top of the game, right, game changers in the world, successful entrepreneurs, if they have mentors, why do you maybe not think that you don't? If they have mentors, why do you think you shouldn't? There's a fine line between confidence and thinking you're too good. When you think you're too good, you stop learning and take your foot off the pedal and complacency creeps in. You're never that good. Don't ever come from that mindset, all right? You can always be better. So love yourself enough to invest in yourself because I promise you one thing, guys, it will be the best investment you make. So that is the shortcut to success. To know the road ahead is to ask those coming back, a mentor, someone who has got the results that you want for yourself so you can start living the life you truly want to live a lot quicker. Guys, I hope this episode has helped. hope it's given you some light bulb moments. hope it's given you some lessons too. And if you have enjoyed this episode, please don't get to subscribe, uh, leave a review if you have got some value. And if you're a public sector worker looking to start or scale a business, reach out to us at Shift Success. My email is alex at shiftstosuccess.com and we can see if we're a right fit for you. And I'll be seeing you on the next episode.